Uplifting and encouraging your local contemporary Christian music station, Shine 1049. I'm Darren Potzer, and I have a guest in studio, one of my old, old friends, <laughs> Phil Altmyer. And by the way, when you say old, old, I what's that mean? My age or how long we've known each other? <laughs> <laughs> That's up for interpretation, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it's good so, to be with you. How many years have you been at the Union Gospel Mission, Phil? 36 years. Wow. Uh, yeah. Clock's ticking. So for those listeners who don't know much about the Union Gospel Mission, remind us what that means, just up to speed on Union Gospel Mission. We are part of a network, but we're locally operated through a local board. The exciting thing is uh, we have four shelters, one in Coeur d'Alene, three in Spokane. We are in the inland northwest looking at expanding possibly to Lewiston and Clarkston. There's a huge need down there. But we have the four shelters, we run our homeless camps for underprivileged kids, and we have our enterprises that we employ individuals as well as it's an opportunity for people to support the ministry through our motors, donating cars, or our thrift stores, home goods. We just opened a brand new store in Coeur d'Alene. I would encourage your listeners, Coeur d'Alene's a great place to visit. And if you go there, you are missing out. You will experience one of the best thrift stores in the Northwest. It's on uh, Government Way, and I would encourage them to visit it. It's an incredible store. Phil Altmeyer, director of the Union Gospel Mission, you mentioned that you have camps, and we, we see a homeless camp there right by Fred Meyer on oh. Freya by the freeway. Tell us a little bit. I'm, I'm assuming that's not the camp that you're talking about that you sponsor. Yeah, we have a camp out on the Spokane River, and every summer for 10 to 12 weeks, we have kids, underprivileged kids that can't afford to go to camp. We have churches that do outreach. They take the kids out there experience that week with them. And I'll tell you what happens when the kids come home, they've built the kind of relationships that oftentimes they go back to that church and many get plugged in. And it's been a very effective outreach because we're reaching kids that are from unchurched families and they're hearing the gospel for the first time and in a way that they understand it. And it's been exciting. I would say this, over the years, we have almost seen 50% of the kids make decisions for Christ. And we don't just say, raise your hand. We explain what that means, the heart behind that decision. So it's been a very fruitful ministry with impact, not only on the kids, but on their families. So it's been exciting. Where do these kids come from, Phil, that come to Union Gospel Mission summer camp? So what would happen is you'd have a youth group that's, and they would reach out into a community where even during the school year, they might be doing after school programs with the kids and following up. To me, over the years, it's been exciting to see District 81 embrace this because they've seen the difference in the kids that have attended camp. So they come from different communities. It depends on where the church is located. Depending on where he's located, we try to get him connected with a church or someone in that area and have him attend that camp and let that church group know about it. So they could call the mission or go to our website, UGM Spokane. It will come up under Google search. Phil Altmeyer, if you recognize the name, you would know it's because he's the director of the Union Gospel Mission right here down on the streets of inner city Spokane and has been doing that for 30, 35 years. Now, Phil, we see this large homeless camp mm-hmm. down on Thor yeah, yes. by Fred Meyer. Talk to us. What on earth is going on? 
Well, you know, it's it's been interesting to me all these years to watch this problem only increase. I was mentioning earlier, we are one at one time the only shelter that people came to, and we were able to present the gospel. We saw change lives. Uh, since that time, we've opened up a lot of low-barrier shelters where people can continue to use, and we feed them and give them a bed for the night. And I'm all for shelters. I believe everyone should come in, have a toilet that flushes, a shower, a bed to sleep in, and sit at a table and eat, not just feed people out of a tent or alongside of the street. But understanding addiction, mental illness, and the things that keep people there, sometimes without knowing it, we can do the very things that keep them there. But recently, Darren, we've really been challenged, and I've been challenged in my heart. What can we do to have more of an impact on these individuals. We have talked about maybe possible outreach teams. We have talked about the possibility also, what could we do that in a low barrier shelter, we present the gospel and that we know that it's the gospel that changes lives. And when we have these shelters that there's no gospel, there's no hope, there's no encouragement, it's no wonder they stay stuck where they're at. So we're looking at ways that how can we expand beyond what we've done? We have safe shelters for people to come in, to be healed, to get the support, but we're not reaching this one group of people that is growing and growing and growing. Phil Altmeyer, our guest this evening on Shine 104.9. More with Phil in just a few moments. Any insight for those of us who don't understand homelessness? Why we seem, is it just my opinion, but it seems like we've seen a tremendous increase in homelessness, even while we're building these government supported shelters yeah. right here in Spokane. Yeah. Is there incentive and a challenge for people to move ahead and move on? And what we've got right now in a broken system is the best apartments, the best housing is going to individuals that make no positive choices. It's like if they have the worst behavior, the worst addiction, they go to the front of the line and they get the nicest apartment. And in fact, all the people coming out of our programs that have put in 18 months of hard work and now they have a job, there's nothing there for them, nothing. So we've incentivized this behavior and not rewarding good choices, good behavior. And so what do you think is going to happen? I think we as a city have to come to grips with what compassion and accountability look like. They go hand in hand. When you have compassion without accountability, you don't change a person's choices or the direction they go. They stay stuck. So I believe everyone should have that bed, should have that shower, and treat them with decency, not feed them on the streets, keep them in a camp down on Freya where there's no, you know, they got two or three porty potties for 400 people. It is a disaster. How do we treat these people with dignity and respect that things begin to change? And so, again, and if people don't want that, it's hard, but we've got to enforce it. it we won't accept sleeping, camping in our city, graffiti, garbage everywhere. We're going to clean our city up. The articulate words of Phil Altmeyer. He's the director of the Union Gospel Mission right here in inner city Spokane. More with Phil. Want to get into a little bit of what, what can we do? 
Phil, a few moments ago, you were sharing with us a little bit more about, you know, this camp we see right off the freeway down by Fred Myers on Freya. What could a listener of Shine, what could you and I do that would make a difference for the people that we see in these camps? I guess maybe I should ask, what's something we shouldn't do and what's something we could sure. do to help with this yeah. problem? Well, I think we have to realize that it's our city. All of us can have a part in changing this not just relying on the government, but what can we as individuals do to make a difference? And going back to that foundation of treating people with dignity, believing they should have a shelter to go into. And I know the mayor is working hard at opening up another shelter. Uh, We're looking at how could we bring Christ and influence into that shelter that addresses heart issues, not just houses and feeds people. And I think as a Christian community, we can step forward, build relationships, encourage people to come into a safe healing environment, bring them to the mission. We're even asking ourselves, is there some of this low barrier thing that we could do in a Christ-like way that would help change people? So again, as we reach out, we're, we're asking ourselves those difficult questions. What part would God have us play? Now, Darren, when you say, what is it we shouldn't do? I think we have to ask ourselves, what does compassion with accountability look like? And I think anytime we support a lifestyle of just living on the streets, sleeping in a tent, we are not doing for that person what is best. You know, I know of an individual that came to his church and said, hey, I was down there at Camp Hope and they need pallets. Can we get pallets and take them to them? Well, is that really helping them? It's keeping them in an environment that's not healthy. I appreciate the heart, and I think of Jesus. He went out after those lost sheep. How do we reach out? I realize we can only compel and invite in. We can't make people. But at the same time, there's this balance between what we allow as a city, garbage, trash, graffiti, and what we say, we love you too much, to have you live in this lifestyle, we're going to offer a nice bed, a shelter. You either do that or you move on. And we say, that's how we're going to treat people with compassion. But we're not going to let you continue to live like this. And in the meantime, crime and all the things that happen around these camps, uh, and that's not everyone in them is a criminal, but there's something about that environment with drugs and all that goes on that you see crime in the areas increase. We need to change that. Where we open shelters, low barrier, that area of the neighborhood should improve, not go downhill. One of the wonderful things I see the Union Gospel Mission doing is the fact that rather than simply providing something to get them through the day or the night, and then they're just back where they were on the streets the very next morning is the Union Gospel Mission is actually inviting them to come in and change their lives, offer them employment skills, offer them a chance to learn more about the life-saving, you know, gospel. And uh, thank you, Phil, for what you're doing. More with Phil Altmeyer, Director of the Union Gospel Mission. In just a few moments, you're listening to Spokane's Shine 104.9. The director of the Union Gospel Mission, based down on which inner city street? Well, we're on Trent, and we're on Illinois, and we're over on Maxwell in the West Central 
So we're, we got a few places in Spokane, then Coeur d'Alene. So not only in Spokane, but Coeur d'Alene as well. Men's shelters, women's shelters. Women and children. Women are, and children yeah, together. Are okay. three of our shelters, yeah. So he's the director, been there for over 30 years. Thank you for what you do, Phil. Now, I have a personal story I want to share with you. A few days ago, recently, I'll say recently, I was driving down on 2nd or 3rd Avenue, just off the freeway, and as we often do, saw a woman with a sign. She looked, to me, different, young. And I, I pulled up and I said, ma'am, is there anything I can do to help you? Because she seems so out of place. Not that we're judgmental of all of the other people we see on the streets, but I said, what can we do to help you? She shared a little bit of her story with me about how her parents were both dead and how she probably wouldn't be here if they hadn't passed away. And I said, do you know about the mission? You know, would you be willing to go to Anna Ogden Hall or go to the women's short-term shelter or anything like this? And so I got to work the next day. Obviously, she didn't want to be transported there mm-hmm. right now because she's in the middle of whatever she's doing and probably didn't feel safe, and that's okay. So I, I looked up the Union Gospel Mission, touched base with your women's shelter, and they said, you know, we'd love to welcome her in. We would want to run, learn her full name so we can make mm-hmm. sure she's not someone that's just taken advantage, but we'd love to have her in. So I go find this gal a couple of days later right back where she was before, tell her about Union Gospel Mission, the women's shelter. And I picked up the sense that maybe she'll check it out. Maybe she's more content just being where she's at. What could we do as compassionate Christians that have it on our hearts? We, we feel sorrow for these people or our kids say to us, Dad, should we give that guy some money? <laughs> Phil Almeyer, you're the director of the Union Gospel Mission. What do we do to help the people on the sides of the streets? Well, I know it, had you given her money that first time and she's back two days later, what did that money accomplish? It probably kept her right where she was at. And I did, I'll admit. And and so you come back and how do you develop a relationship with this person? I'm realizing that a lot of people, there's a lot of rumors or false information about what the mission. I had a gal that was homeless for some time on our streets, visit and go on a tour just this week. She came across someone else who she had been homeless with, and she took a second look and almost didn't recognize him. And he said, God changed my life. And you know, that's what I love, that testimony. The Bible says by, by the word and their testimony, people will come to believe. So I'm beginning to ask myself, what can we do to have more of these people go out, connect with people, and hopefully put them in a van, bring them to the mission, say, try it out for three days. It's not what you've heard. At least come try, rather than maybe opening more shelters at this time, because we have space. And your story, part of the beginning of that journey is building a relationship to where maybe you can influence enough to bring that person in. But Darren, I know this, we want for other people worse than they want it for themselves. And until they want it, There's not a lot we can do. Our knowledge of what Christ can do in the life of a person, we want it so bad. But there's just something, even Jesus, I'm sure his heart was broken because he never forced anything. He always invited. And it must have been frustrating to him uh, when people didn't respond. In that one passage, he says, go out there. I've had this banquet. No one's coming. Go out into the highways and the byways. Invite in the poor. You know, and so I think all we can do is invite, invite, and reach out. But we got to remember, unless God does a miracle, 
those people are going to stay stuck. And we hate to see that because we know that the end is destruction and death. And we're seeing it. What's happened with fentanyl in our community today, the number of deaths, it's staggering. But again, all we can do is offer hope and reach out. It's Phil Altmeyer. He's the director of the local Union Gospel Mission, reaching out and serving the homeless on our streets of downtown and also with shelters over in Coeur d'Alene. Thank you so much for what you do, Phil. As we wrap up our time together this evening, what is it that God has placed on your heart that for 30 plus years, rather than financial reward, you've been working in nonprofit and trying to change the lives of these homeless men and women? Well, Darren, I think there's no greater experience than to show up and see God at work, Uh, not only in his provision, but the transformation of a life. When you realize that the destruction of a family, the spiral, people that were going to commit suicide, their stories, and then when you hear the stories, even of their life experience, you sit there, Darren, you go, I could have been right where they're at. I would have been right where they're at, maybe even worse off. But apart from the grace of God, and then to see that life and families reunited, moms become moms to their children when their children were going to be taken away. To me, it is so exciting to see what God does in this process of redemption and reaching the lost. It's so fulfilling. So it's been, you know, 36 years. It's like it's boom. What happened? It was so quick. But it's so exciting to see what God does. And I I just want to encourage your listeners. I appreciate this station. And I really believe music is one of those things that ministers to our soul. Through your station have done that to countless numbers of people out there. And I just believe that we as Christians, we need to move from beyond ourselves being ministered to, to taking what we have been given and helping others. And the Union Gospel Mission, that's why we're in this community. It's a place where the Christian community can be the soldiers, the army, the good worker that the Bible talks about. We'll train you. We'll equip you. We're not going to ask you to do something with people you're not used to being around, but we'll give you that safe environment to encourage and bless people. Come to our volunteer orientation. You can go to our website, uniongospelmission.org, and see when we have those orientations. Come and say, God, what would you have me to do? By the way, Darren, we were all created for a relationship. And everyone that usually walks through our doors has been wounded in some way through a relationship. And God will use a relationship to heal that wound. The very thing that wounded it, he will use to heal. And I believe in your listening audience, there's many people that God wants to use to bring healing into the lives of other people. Mm, Thank you so much. Phil Altmeyer, the director of the Union Gospel Mission. And Phil's too gracious to say this, but as a nonprofit ministry director myself, I know that finances are such a huge part of what keeps our operation fully funded and running. So from my perspective, having learned the hard way, perhaps, of thinking I could change a life by handing a few bucks to a person on a street corner, 
Maybe consider reinvesting that money into a wonderful ministry like the Union Gospel Mission that actually is working to do more than just impact one day, but it's going to impact these people that are willing to participate and change their lives changing the whole course and direction of these homeless people's lives. It's the Union mm. Gospel Mission. Thank you so much for your time, Phil. Thanks, Darren. It's great to be with you again. Check them out at uniongospelmission.org. Get plugged in. You're listening to Spokane's Shine 104.9. Shine.